Good evening. It's Easter weekend, 400 BC. I'm Ken Burselli. And I'm Brooke Armstrong. Here are your top stories this news hour. United Airlines is the target of public outrage after an innocent passenger is brutally beaten and dragged off the plane by three of the company's douchebag thugs. In Afghanistan, a bunch of Islamic extremists get the crap bombed out of them by the U.S. And now that Presidents Putin and Trump aren't sleepover buddies anymore, FNN is taking you live to the Baltics, where the two are engaging in a military stare-down. But first, we take you to our top story in West Virginia. Crews are working around the clock to fill a 90-foot-wide sinkhole that opened up in a busy North Charleston neighborhood on Thursday. No injuries have been reported, but there are closures in the area, and local residences and businesses have been evacuated. Authorities are warning people to avoid the area. FNN's Jenna Ferguson is there. She joins us live now with the latest. Jenna. Uh, yeah, so I'm here, <laughs> North Charleston. Um, thanks, thanks, Brooke for blowing my entire story. Um, I'm supposed to be here to cover this crap, uh, and you just f- read my whole script to our listenership. Well, aren't there any other details, Jenna? Sure, <laughs> it's a void. Kind of like the rest of my report, idiot. Jenna Ferguson, reporting for Fake News Network. Now back to you, bitch. The U.S. military drops its largest non-nuclear bomb in Afghanistan, killing 36 ISIL militants hiding in tunnels dug into a mountainside. Called the mother of all bombs, the GBU-43 is packed with 11 tons of explosively deadly materials. Even 15 miles away, villagers are reporting hearing a fearsome ear-splitting explosion, and this is the first time in the history of the United States that its military has ever used thousands of Adam Sandler DVDs as a weapon. Since 2001, the CIA has been tracking black market weapons flowing into the hands of Islamic extremists in the Middle East. According to the Secretive American Spy Agency, the most technologically advanced explosive device now being bought by the truckloads is the Samsung Note 7. The government releases a new report which aims to measure the impact that jet fuel has on the environment. Commissioned by the Democrats last year, the study is costing taxpayers an estimated $53 million, taking just 19 minutes to complete. The researchers conclude that each commercial airliner does, in fact, consume enormous amounts of fuel. United Airlines has become the target of intense public outrage after one of its passengers was forcibly removed because the airline had overbooked one of its international flights. Just this week, United has lost more than $800 million in market valuation, with the CEO of the company apologizing publicly to salvage the situation. To evaluate whether or not the company has truly refocused its customer-first prerogative, our unpaid reporter Jerry Dewiron is reporting live from Hong Kong. Jerry, you're on the tarmac right now. Tell us what's happening. Well, Ken, I'm on the plane flying from Hong Kong to New York City. It's pretty crowded here, and I hate crying children. But at least no one's kicking the back of my seat yet. I'm going to recline. Jerry, after that last incident with Dr. Dow being dragged from the plane so brutally, is there a noticeable change in attitude from the crew towards the paying flyers? Oh, yeah, Ken. They're starting to hand out free refreshments to everyone, and that cart is moving on down towards me. I can't wait. Uh, oh, oh, hold on a second. Uh, there's an announcement coming. Hey, 
Chen, ho hold on, there's what looks to be air marshals looking for someone? Couldn't be terrorists, I don't think. Uh, everyone on board is Asian except for me. Oh, they're looking over here. Oh, now they're coming over. Hey! What are you doing? They dragged him off the plane? Well, he does look pretty draggable, don't you think? Would you drag him? I'd drag him. Well, just in time for this Easter weekend, Nintendo has launched a special edition of its popular mobile Pokemon Go. Featuring a virtual reality take on the traditional Easter egg hunt, the game is available for download only to children 8 and younger and already boasts nearly 20 million downloads. Sadly, nearly half of those poor children have met their demise falling into rivers, ravines, and even off of cliffs. As the American economy continues showing strong signs of growth and optimism, an interesting side effect is emerging. Domestic pregnancy rates have more than quadrupled in just the last six months. This has manufacturers of baby-on-board bumper stickers anticipating significantly increased year-over-year -year profits, and shares in these companies are shooting through the roof as a result. Also eagerly awaiting strong sales of these bumper stickers, child snatchers. Securitic, a little-known Washington-based internet security firm, releases a 101-page paper based on extensive research its web security analysts conducted over the last year. The company says it's determined that the email password least likely to be hacked is the letter 9. And this just in, we have faking news. Field Entertainment, the company behind the circus famously known as the greatest show on earth, is permanently shutting down both the Ringling Brothers and the Barnum and Bailey Circus. And the move follows intense legal pressure from a little-known ADHD society, which is applauding this news. We now go to FNN's Stan Calloway. He joins us from Tennessee with the executive director of that organization. Stan. Thanks, Brooke. P.J. O'Brien heads up the Distracted Society of America, and he's telling me that he's absolutely thrilled to hear that the circus will cease operations next month. The reason for his jubilation is that Mr. O'Brien says the very concept of a three-ring circus causes members of his association angst, grief, and embarrassment. Mr. O'Brien, I'm a little unclear on what you mean. Can you explain for our listeners? Look, fact of the matter is you got dogs prancing through hoops in one ring, you got some dude driving a motorcycle in a cage in another ring, and then there'd always be a bunch of Eastern Europeans forming some stupid human pyramid in the third ring. What the hell am I supposed to be looking at? I only have one set of eyes, goddammit. Try to watch all that crap at the same time can't be easy for regular folk, but when you got the ADD, it's just darn right torture. So you think the circus is to blame for that? What? Stan, can you ask him if he's concerned that with the closure of the circus, hundreds of performers will now be left unemployed? I'd like to, Brooke, but a bright orange balloon just drifted past us, and now he's running down the parking lot trying to capture that balloon. Wait! He just tripped and face-planted. I think he's out cold. Right. That was Stan Calloway reporting live from Tennessee. 
A new social movement driven by the ridiculous cost of living is becoming a national phenomenon. More and more people are shedding their material belongings and migrating to an unattached backpacker lifestyle, unburdened by the so-called American dream. Instead of paying high prices at the supermarket, they find places that offer free food and meals. And income's not a problem as supporters walking by often offer coins and donation. Now, we're not certain what this movement is called, but we like it. U.S. health and safety regulators are receiving an unprecedented number of complaints citing debilitating side effects caused by the prolonged usage of virtual reality headsets. Since the beginning of the year, more than 204,000 users are complaining about severe headaches, nausea, dizziness, market changes in behavior, and dominant hand fatigue resulting from the use of these headsets. Curiously, 100% of the complainants are male. Embarrassing. Snapchat claims it has the next big thing in store. The social media giant facing copycat competition from the likes of Instagram and Facebook has released a statement that reads, quote, we are excited to announce the newest version of our app, which we know will be a game changer in the world of social media. On top of photos and videos, users will now be able... And we can't tell you what the rest of the statement said because it was only released on Snapchat and it disappeared after three seconds, which, as we all know, is never enough time to grab a screenshot. And now we take you to sports news with Edward Boyd. Ed, we hear there's been a ton of action this week. Okay, apparently there's nothing happening in the sports. Moving on. And now we bring you our special report. Tensions between the United States and Russia are reaching a critical tipping point after American President Donald Trump ordered a missile bombardment on a Syrian airbase. Russia, Syria's major ally, is responding by sending substantial military and naval reinforcements to the Baltics. We're now joined live by FNN's Eastern Bloc reporter Katerina Chernikova, who has exclusive access to the Tactical Control Center on the USS Zumwalt, the world's most advanced stealth naval destroyer. Katerina, this is a very fluid situation. Definitely, Ken. I'm in the operations room of this stealth destroyer. It's so cool in here, like the movies. There are so many sexy sailors in here. Oh, there's a really hot guy standing next to me. You look like a danger man. There's an enemy ship nearby, yes? Um, yes ma'am. We detected our counterparts just over 20 nautical miles from our position. We're monitoring their vectors, trying to anticipate their strategic setup, factoring in their known capabilities. Understand that Russia's naval capabilities are, from what our intelligence sources have gathered, about a decade or more behind our own. At least we're hoping that's the case. What? Oh, <laughs> sorry. So, show me, how are you keeping an eye on the Russian enemies? Right over here, ma'am. This console controls one of several multi-pronged attack systems. Missiles, artillery... Apologies, ma'am, the other weapons are classified. But our targeting systems combine state-of-the-art sensor systems, and this is what you get. Oh my god, I can see a warship. That's one of the bogeys we're tracking, ma'am. That joystick here? Let us line up on targets and engage them, if necessary. Ah. So, how do I work it? It's simple. Just sit down. The system is designed to be user-friendly. But be careful, you don't- Ma'am, what did you just do? Sir, we just fired a full salvo on a Russian bogey. Direct hit! I repeat, it's a direct hit! Holy sh**, who the f**k authorized the f**king attack? What the f**k? We are so what is the excitement all about? Ken! Brooke! Something is happening here! This 
is we're just learning that the White House has authorized military action against Russia in the Baltics. This, oh my God, what is happening? Look, I just got a message from one of my sources in Washington that it is confirmed somehow, and for reasons unknown, the U.S. has declared war with Russia. People, World War III has just begun, so help us God. I'm Ken Berselli signing off. Enjoy what's left of your life. I'm Brooke Armstrong, getting the hell out of here.